0: You are now listening to Mike's Opinion, Logic Unleashed. That's right, you are now listening to the Mike's Opinion Podcast, Logic Unleashed. Logic is let off the chain here. Welcome to the show. I am Mike and I always want to know you know i always want to know how are you doing how are you doing i hope you are maintaining i hope you're doing well i hope you're doing okay and i hope you're taking care of yourself i truly do this episode is all about living well like staying positive not getting overwhelmed by the world by the world and all that's happening in it because contrary to popular belief and in light of recent and past tragedies and even future tragedies there is still a lot of good In this world, let me tell you, let me share this with you. Let me remind you. There is a lot of greatness in this world. It's just not reported. You know, you gotta, you gotta seek it out. I remember, um, I believe it was the Beastie boys. They, they said, you gotta fight. They had a song. You gotta fight for your right. To party. But no, no, no. We're not, we're going to use that, but a little bit differently. You got to fight for your right to be happy, to keep your happiness alive. So, this episode is all about how to stay positive in a world that has so much negativity in it. A couple episodes back, I, um, I had a heavy heart. Heart is still, you know, heavy, but like I said, life has to go on. The world does keep turning regardless of the horribleness that does exist in our world. We cannot succumb to it. We cannot surrender to it. We cannot be overwhelmed or wallow in it. And I will say again, all my thoughts and all my prayers. Well, I don't want to say all of them because it's not all of them, but many, many thoughts. And definitely daily my prayers go to those that have lost children and the ones that have happened, you know, the losses that have happened since the Uvalde tragedy, especially the most recent Uvalde tragedy, those 19 souls. Children, souls, and the two teachers as well. My prayers and my thoughts are with you. No doubt. But I did that episode. I did an episode after that. But it really wasn't an episode I, I released a best of because I just I needed to step away for a minute. I was still in my feelings last week about that. Still there now. Which really made me think about this episode because as you know, those that do follow me, and even if you don't, if this is your first time listening, first of all, thank you to those that do follow, like and subscribe and share the show and comment and do all that and, and, and email me at Mike's Opinions show at com and, and reach out. I appreciate all of you. I started this podcast and I continue to do this podcast two years later. Over a hundred episodes. For several reasons. One of the primary reasons is to spread light, love and goodness. I try to, to help. Now, for those of you who listen to me, it's not the most exciting, maybe even not the most entertaining, but I like to offer edutainment. Hopefully something that educates you, enlightens you, helps you educate you in some way. You know, I don't do the, the gossip. It's not all about fluff. Really? And not that there's anything wrong with that. We all need that. In fact, in this episode, I'm going to recommend we go get some fluff. And I'll tell you in what forms in a little while. Given everything that's going on, right? Uvalde tragedy, these tragic shootings, the drama in the political arena with the Republicans and the Democrats, you know, the Supreme Court rulings that are, 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 are poised. To cause drama and possibly even more violence. You know, the economy, gas prices are out of the world. People having trouble eating. Evictions are up. Foreclosures are up. You know, all of these bad, negative things. These things that are negative and not good for humanity. War. Wars, you know, going on. All of these things. These things. They keep coming at us, right? They keep coming at us and and they don't stop. They don't stop. And today's episode hopefully will be more than just an episode for you. It will be something that can help your life, that can help you hold on to happiness. You got to really like fight for it because when you got, troubles you, you you have to not let them just take you over not just engulf you you know what i mean now there's some people out there suffering from things that you know i'm not naive some things there's only one thing that can bring some ability to survive some ability to accept and maintain And move forward. And that one thing is time. And even then, it will only allow the pain to become relatively livable. And of course, I'm talking about the parents that have lost children. There's nothing, you can't replace that. You can't, you know, replace children. You can't. So trying to find happiness in that situation is a long journey to ever smile again. You can, you can, and you will. You will, but it's going to take time, your time, whatever time fits you. Because I can guarantee you that's what your child would want for you. Anybody that's lost children, your child would want you, mommy or daddy, to to continue. Miss them. Honor them. But I'm willing to bet your children would want you to continue living your life, mommy. No matter how difficult and challenging that that will be. But there are other things, like I said, all the things that, you know, we hear, of course, the bad news, people call it the news. All they report is the bad shit, right? You gotta find and search for good things. And I have quite a few suggestions here that, um, I'm going to share in hopes that it will help. The very first thing a lot of people Forget me too. I have to remind myself is, and this really helps me a lot when I put it in perspective. It's history. The history of humans on planet earth as we know it. Now, this is good and bad. And I'll say that because it's good. Because, you know what, I'm going to go with bad first. It's bad because it reminds us of how fucked up humans are, just to be blunt. Okay? If you look back historically, humans have been doing just fucked up, violent, murderous, heinous shit since the beginning of time. I don't know what you believe in, but if you you know the Holy Bible, Cain versus Abel, y- you know brother killing brother, right I mean th- these things go on, and I've often asked the question, what's wrong with us i've I've tossed out the hypothesis uh the theory that something may be fundamentally wrong with human beings, okay. You ever been angry that you wanted to, you're so angry you wanted to kill somebody? You know, anger is a, is a, is a powerful emotion, just like all of our emotions are powerful. Anger can, can make you do shit that you wouldn't normally do and you may later regret. But here's the good thing about realizing and recognizing the history of humanity. You realize Several things. One. We've been here before. None of this is new. When it comes to the negative things that humans do. It's not new. More importantly, we remember or we should be reminded that we've made it through. We've continued on. We've persevered through Environmental tragedies, storms, hurricanes, tornadoes, earthquakes. We've continued on through wars, many, many wars. We've continued on through endemics, pandemics, diseases. We have maintained, and that is the good part. And as we learn, and as we grow we hope to get better and sometimes when you you know some of these tragedies happen these things happen you go how can we go on we must we just must right we must go on so when i when i look you know, when I was thinking about this episode, and as you know, I do research for all the episodes, and I'm I'm compiling this information, and I don't have any particular order of importance on which one is better. Whatever works for you, that's really all that matters. What works for you. Now, like I said, you know, recognizing history, realizing, you know, this is nothing new. It can it can truly put things in perspective and say, okay, okay. Because when it seems like, oh, this is so tragic, it's so new. No, no, no. We've been here. We've been here before. Okay? So, another thing that can help us stay positive is prayer. Now, everybody don't pray. I get it. Everybody doesn't believe in a higher power. I respect your right to believe whatever you choose to believe. I myself am steeped in logic. You know this Mike's Opinion Podcast. Logic unleashed is my motto because I'm a logical person. And for me, it seems logical that something... Some entity, some body or bodies or entities had to have made this. I say that for this reason. I cannot make a tree. I cannot touch a cloud. I cannot leave this planet, not at least in this with my physical body. Okay can't even make a blade of grass. Who made it? You go outside of that, this big spinning ball we call Earth that has this water and this livable atmosphere and environment. It's all this perfect balance, the moon and the sun. You know, you think about our other planets. And this is just in our solar system. You zoom out. You look at our galaxy, our Milky Way galaxy, one of millions and billions of spiral galaxies. Now, just in our galaxy alone, it's said that there are billions of planets just in the Milky Way galaxy. You know, our eight, nine planets just in our solar system are just a tiny dot in the Milky Way galaxy, and there are so many other galaxies. So, where did it come from? What's it made from? Now, we can make a life. Takes one woman, one man, reproduce, and we make another human. I can make a baby. I can make another human. I need help, though. Right? Takes two. Now, what they're doing scientifically with... Test tube babies and um, cloning and all of these things, I don't know that we should be doing that. I I really don't. But when you look at the modernization and the technological advances and the medical advances, if, if it hasn't happened already in secret, I see us being able to make life. Just from nothing without the natural reproductive process. Now, I, I, like I said, I don't know. I don't know. Yahweh, Jehovah, Allah, Buddha, Jesus, you know, there's so many names, right? I don't know if any of these stories, any of these historical Religious texts are the truth. The Bible, the the Torah, the Quran. I don't know which one is true. Any of them could be true. All of them could be true. I have questions. This is why I call myself more spiritual than religious. However, in an effort to seek, find, and maintain Our positivity in this world is filled with so much negativity. If that brings you solace, if that brings you peace, if that brings you happiness, praising your God, praying to your God, your faith, your religion or spirituality, do it and do it often. Okay. If it makes you feel better do it. Like I said, I don't judge. I support you in your beliefs, even if it's just agnostic or atheist. If you choose to believe that there is nothing that made this, this is all a big bang scientific muck mess and the result of such, then okay. That's on, that's on you. But if that brings you peace, so be it. Regardless if I disagree, it doesn't matter. As long as you are happy with it. And it would be great if you respect mine as well. In this world you did today, you know. We have what they call cancel culture. We have these people that don't know how to respectfully disagree. And I can't even say we need to get back to that. I don't know that it ever existed. Hopefully it did. Where we can... Agree to disagree. Hmm? Another thing along the lines of of prayer, faith, religion, and spirituality is meditation. And I say it's along those lines because if you've ever successfully meditated, it can almost be a spiritual event. Now, it takes... A lot in these days of instant information and smartphones and the internet and Wi Fi signals and microwave signals. It's, it takes real focus and practice to settle your spirit, to settle your mind, to focus and calm yourself to a focal point of peace. It's doable though. And for those that don't know, seek it out. The information is out there, but what works for me, it all starts with me with eyes closed in an environment that is as quiet as I can possibly get. Sometimes put on some noise canceling headphones. I don't, I don't put on any music or I don't even turn them on, but I just put, I have the over the ear ones and breath Your breathing. That is what you start your focus on. And it can be very, very effective. It can take you away. It can take you out of your mind. Some say even out of your body. And if you do that for any sustained amount of time, it can bring a centering and a peace to you. And if you practice that often, you will be a much more focused, calm, and peaceful, and I dare say happier person. Now, I told you the way I do it and what works for me. A lot of people, they need some incense, um, some soft music, some candles, whatever works to get you to your meditation point. But as long as it's successful, it can help you be more positive. In this world is so filled with negativity. Now, this next one, I should hope all of us have found a way to enjoy this next item I'm about to mention. Music. There's an old saying, music calms the savage beast. Music can, can, can support, and even trigger emotions within us, right? Because there's all kinds of music, because music is, in a lot of ways, just an expression of the artist that's making it, right? And a lot of times, they express things that we can relate to, that move us. There's a lot of happy music out there. I think of Don't Worry, Be Happy by, I think, Bobby McFerrin and Happy by Pharrell. You know, the song, Because I'm Happy. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm Happy. You know that song? And another was Don't Worry, Be Happy. You know, those, are two that can lighten the mood, can bring a smile to your face and aid your journey to happiness. Okay. So whatever music, any particular songs that you enjoy, I urge you because There, in my opinion, are two universal languages, mathematics and music. Because music can connect people that speak different languages, just like mathematics. So, that is one way to help you stay positive in this world. Seek it out. Use it every day. Find a way to squeeze some music in your life. It can be very, very effective. Next is pets. Now, (laughs) some people are going to be like, some people don't like animals. I get it. I respect that if that's the way you are. For me, fortunately for me, and I say fortunately because I don't understand how people don't like animals or nature because I always have. Maybe because I was born into them. When I was born, the day I was born, my family owned several fish tanks, a bird, cats. Those I mean I just grew I grew up into that. So did my son. Now we never have any fish tanks I, 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 I just don't know where to put one. The way my house is configured, I want to get one, but he grew up with having cats and dogs. So he was born into that just like I was. Ironically though, he's not the biggest pet person. So I guess it just really depends on the person. He loves them, but like from a distance. <laughs> so I get it. But for me, and I know some people that. Like I'm black, of course, many of you know that. And I know many people that don't like cats, especially my people, my black people that like despise cats. I know people that are afraid of dogs. They may have had a bad experience. So I get it. I get it. But whether it's a turtle, an ant farm, Cats, dogs, you know, some people have snakes, iguanas. The people make pets of almost anything. But if you don't have a pet, there's many out there that need adopting. But what I can tell you is the love, particularly with cats and dogs, having had them my entire life, curling up on the couch with a purring cat that's purring deeply. I don't know. I think there might be something magical in that. Like the Egyptians was all about them cats. Dogs too. But them cats, them cats, cats are mysterious to me. And I think they may possess some mystical powers. I know that's a little far-fetched, just a little bit out there. I get it. But I'm telling you my experience. But curling up with a cat, man, is is to me, it's just a wonderful thing. And these cats and dogs, they give you unconditional love. They love you every day, whether you forget to feed them, forget to groom them. You know, you too busy for them for a few days. They don't matter. As soon as they see you, they back. Hey, I love you. Let me lick your face. Let me curl up with you. My dog wants to play. She's always right where I'm at. And I believe pets can enhance your quality of life and they can help you find happiness. And just the the smallest things on a daily basis. And as with anything you love, it's also going to hurt you and anger you and sadden you. It's just the part when you choose to love something, be prepared because you're going to experience the full range of emotions, the full spectrum, the full gambit, gambit. If you think of everything you've ever loved, like truly loved, it's brought you the greatest joy. Pain, sorrow, anger, it's part of love. Love encompasses all those things. So when you choose to love something, or sometimes it's not a choice, you just love something. It's, you know, you can't help it, but it's going to hurt. There's, you know, Frankie Beverly and Mays, joy and pain. It's like sunshine and rain. It's just one of those things. Another thing that can help us find happiness and to stay positive is a hobby. You got a hobby? What's your hobby? Hit me up, Mike's Opinion Show at gmail.com. Say, Mike, I find happiness in this hobby. And let me know what your hobby is. Share with me. I, I would really like to know. What's your hobby? I, um, I have a couple of different hobbies. I had been doing gardening last couple of seasons i haven't planted anything cuz i was discouraged and really i just been busy i haven't had the time cuz gardening does take some time and some talent it does take some talent but from getting the the dirt and soil prepared and i always i always garden from seed i didn't do it from a sapling and then watching that seed transform and then nurturing what's been growing, and then finally harvesting it, and eating something that I grew, to me, was very fulfilling and satisfying. Requires a a great deal of patience, because, you know, takes time for things to grow. But it's so rewarding afterwards. And you know, having my own little organic garden, it was nothing big. I mean, we grew some like spinach and strawberries, and cucumbers, and tomatoes, you know, just stuff like that that we eat. It was very fulfilling. And everybody don't have room for a garden. But you can do indoor tomatoes almost anywhere. So I would recommend, you know, check it out. Try that out. It can be really... um Really cool, but what are your what are your other um, hobbies I know some people collect things. I like to collect things um, some people play you know certain chess or certain different games. some people exercise that's, that's their hobby they're they're into fitness. Some people cook as a hobby. There's a lot of things that we can do as a hobby. And the reason why hobbies are special because it's not work and it's not playing. It's something more serious than playing and far less um, stressful than, than work, right? It's something you have control over that you're choosing to do. And usually there's some goal and the goals can be achieved. And it's, it gives you something to focus on outside of everything else. So a hobby can bring great happiness to you. The next thing that I recommend is going to sound cliche. It sounds like something every self-help book, every self-help guru, life coach has said. There was a book called the book and video series called The Secret that talked about this. And some people don't subscribe to it. And then there are others that realize the power in it. And that's thinking positive. You hear people say, think positive. What does that mean? Think positive. Well, for me, it means choosing to find the glass half full, regardless of the situation. And there are exceptions to that, right? Of course. But the power of positive thinking. Wake up and say, today, it's going to be a good day. Today, I'm going to be a positive person today. Today, I will do all I can to embrace goodness and happiness. It's, it's that simple. Now, like I said, I mentioned that book, The Secret. By the way, I'm not sponsored. Please support the show, please. I'm not the people, the authors, the publishers. Nobody's paying me to mention anything. Okay. This is just something that I, I'm mentioning, um, from, from my research and from my experience. The, the, the premise of that book, the, the, the uh, secret was, you know, you can like manifest things. You can make things happen. It's like like thinking positive to the extreme so much where you can make whatever you want happen. Riches, health, you know, whatever you want, you can will it to happen just by thinking it positively and believing it. Like that's the secret. The secret was belief. And they break it down, of course. It's a whole book and video series. Um, but, but thinking positive can, can help. Next is one that I really can't stress enough. And I know it takes time. And, you know, living here in the South, those of you that know, I'm, I'm born and raised in New York City. I'm a New York native, but I do live in, in the South now, I live in Texas and, um, Getting outdoors, getting some sunshine on your body, on your face. And right now it is June, 2022. And it's hot as fuck. It's just, it's hot. It's hot. I'm not a hot dude. Like anything over 72 degrees, I'm inside. So right now I have to get outside in the morning or after the sun has gone way down for quite some time. But getting outdoors, the whole point of getting outdoors really during the daytime is to get that sun, that energy from the sun, which I don't think we fully understand. We know you get vitamin D from the sun rays. And if you didn't know that, let me just tell you a little bit about that. The sun, when shining on your body, you get vitamin D from it. That's right. The sun is an energy source, like I said, not fully understood. It just warms our planet perfectly. But getting outdoors, changing your environment, your scenery, just go for a walk. And that coincides with, with one of the other things on my list, exercise. I know people are like, ah, oh, yo, Mike, I ain't trying to hear that. Walking is exercise at whatever pace is comfortable for you. Just go outside. Start out with 10 minutes. Don't even have to leave your block. Go up and down your block. Hopefully you live in a safe enough neighborhood where you can do that safely. If not, travel to a park. Travel somewhere where you feel safe, where you are safe, And go for a walk. Those those of you that are are handicapped, you know, in a wheelchair or you got to to hover around like the scooter, you know, whatever you can do. And if you are immobile and it's really hard for you to walk, then get to a bench in a park. Take some stale bread. Feed the, the birds, the pigeons, the ducks, whatever. It always works for me. I love going outside. And, and it feels, it makes me feel better physically and mentally. Psychologically, it, it does something to me that makes me feel good. And for those of you that do exercise or that even struggle to exercise, you know, making a decision, pushing yourself to exercise, doing the exercise, all of that parts of it is a struggle. But man, don't you feel good when you finish? You're like, yeah, I did that. I did that. Uh, I exercise, and that in itself makes you feel better. It makes you feel good. Right? I got that exercise in. What what? So get outdoors, get some exercise, get some vitamin D in you, get that sunshine on you once again. If you can do so safely, because heat stroke is real, and you've got to be careful. Stay hydrated, and if you can eat well, which is the next one on this list, is your diet. I can't tell you how important it is to eat right and to eat healthy. Now, I know the challenges in that, because I will be the first to tell you I like cheeseburgers and fried chicken and french fries, and sandwiches, and cakes, and cookies, and ice cream. I love all the stuff. I do. As much as I know how healthy vegetables and fruit are for me. And I, I, I like them. I do like them. I, I, especially, I love some fruit and I love some vegetables. But At least once a week for dinner, we have brown rice and roasted vegetables. And we switch it up, right? Like sometimes we'll do squash, broccoli, corn, and, um, like bell peppers, like just a medley. We will get some organic vegetables, rinse them, chop them up. Toss them in a little light olive oil, a little salt, stick them in the oven, and then put them over some brown rice. And that's it. And we eat it. And we've come to enjoy it. Now, is that as delicious as some fried chicken wings and some french fries and a nice glass of lemonade? To me, not as much. I enjoy the chicken wing plate better than the roasted veggies plate. However, however, hear me on this. When I'm finished eating the fried chicken plate, I feel You know, I don't feel energetic and satisfied from knowing that I ate something healthy. When I eat that roasted veggies and brown rice, I feel healthy. I feel light. I don't feel bogged down or bloated, and I feel good knowing that I just fed my body good stuff. I've nurtured myself. I'm taking care of myself because food can actually be medicine. But in our Western civilization and us being inundated with fast food commercials and unhealthy commercials, last time you seen a a Green Giant commercial, Last time you seen a carrot commercial or broccoli commercial, huh? All in HD looking sexy, like they do those 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 steak commercials or those cheeseburger commercials or those French fry commercials or those potato chip commercials, huh? Soda commercials. I mean, the list goes on and on. If you think about and look at the things just from the number of good for me, bad for me, I guarantee you the majority and probably the hefty majority. The vast majority will go in the unhealthy column. Those are the things that are marketed to us, that are advertised to us. It is unhealthy shit that is, in terms of food, that is marketed to us billboards. Come get the drive ninety-nine 99 cent, 199. You know, fast, quick, and unhealthy. Now, I'm not going to go into any conspiracy theory in this episode. But pharmaceutical companies, food companies, the medical system, they may be in cahoots. That's all I'm going to say. I'm just going to stop that right there because this episode is not about that. As you all know, I always digress because it's all connected. But eating healthier can help you feel happier. Getting outdoors and exercising can help you feel happier. It can make you a happier person. The next thing I have on my list is choose to be good despite it all. I wrote that from a place of thinking about good versus evil. Right? For most of us, you know, we got the, the metaphorical or the figurative, as they say, the little devil on one shoulder, the angel on the other shoulder, and there's a constant fight. Most of us rock with the angel, make the good choices. We're good to ourselves and good to other humans and to nature. We all have done bad things. We've all not been nice sometimes. We're human and there is no perfect human. Because to be human is synonymous with error. Humans make mistakes. Have you met one that hasn't? I I haven't. And that includes myself. The person I see when I look in the mirror. The good people feel bad when they do bad things. Okay? So despite everyone, despite anything, if you choose to be a good person, it can make you a happier person. And one of the things that can help you do that is helping others, doing things for others, volunteering to help others, you know, giving gifts or, you know, helping somebody doesn't make you feel good. When you help somebody do something or achieve something, feels good, right? Doing stuff for other people. Once again, we live in a connected world right now. If you search the internet for volunteer opportunities near me or something along those lines, find a way to give back. And if you don't want to do it formally through an organization, that's fine. They have these neighborhood apps. Say, hey, anybody need help with anything? And don't worry about being taken advantage of because there are those that will try. But make yourself feel happier. Find your positivity through helping others, through some form of volunteerism. Because I am here to tell you I've done it. And doing so makes me feel good about myself. Not because, oh... You know, I, I'm a, I'm, you know, not thinking of myself in a, in a, in a, in a a self-serving sense. You know, I'm doing something good. No, no, no. The act itself doing something for someone makes me feel like a better human being, makes me feel positive about myself and helping someone is great. It could be helping fix a fence, taking out their trash, fixing something for it. It Doesn't matter what it is, helping someone. If we all helped each other, that would be, it'd be a better world, be a more positive world. It'd be a, a happier world. Right. Now, this next one, I think can really bring joy to you. It might be temporary. But that's okay. You might find a little bit every day, but it will help us be happier. And I just, I wrote Seek Positivity. And what I meant by that is find stuff that's just humorous, that's going to make you laugh. You know, memes. There's some really funny memes out there. Comedies. You know, comedy show, movies, shows. And the last one I had on this list and I had to narrow it down a little bit, but old photos and videos. Nostalgia. Taking a walk down memory lane. Now, I'm an older dude. <laughs> y'all know I'm a grandpa. And I'm in my mid-50s, right? So this may not be applicable to some of the younger folks because I don't know if y'all have them. But I still have photo albums. I like to sit down with a tangible item in my hand and look at the photographs and flip through the photo albums. I like to do that. And I like to, you know, sometimes I'll 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 stare at the picture or it'll trigger a memory and make me think about those times and to me it brings joy to my life doing that every so often. And even the home videos, those old home videos. Nowadays, nowadays And I'm not fighting the future. I'm not anti-technology. But all you do is swipe, swipe, swipe. You look through your phone at this picture, this picture. For one, you know, it's hard. Even if you look at a collage, it's small. You know, you can't, you know, having a physical large photo album flipping through the pages is a much different photo viewing experience than watching it on a phone or tablet to me. Now, I know the phone and tablet, you can get fly. You can edit it. You can make music and make these slideshows. I get it. And I got some apps in my phone. that are like, here's the photo of the day or this was you last year or, you know, stuff like that. It can be useful. But for me, all home videos, or even better, a good old-fashioned photo album brings positivity to my life. Now, that's not something I do every day. You know, maybe a few times a year, three, four, five times a year, I'll do that. And it's really, you know, that type of reflection, looking, you know, usually moments you capture, right? Pictures are of a happy moment. You want to capture that moment, right? So, typically speaking, generally speaking, Photos are of happy times. So, try that. Do that. Make that one of your hobbies. If you don't own any photo albums, start making some. They're still out there. You can still do it. People still do print pictures. You can still get photos printed in a variety of sizes. It's... Still out there. And I hope it stays there as an option because I don't ever want to go fully electronic anything. Suppose there's a reason why planetary electricity goes out. So many people will be lost. Who lost? What I'm about to say next. will be met with some controversy. I'll probably get a couple emails about that. The email address is Mike's at gmail.com. It's also in the show notes if you if you forget it. In most of my episodes, you can find the ways to support the show, social media, and you can find my email address if you want to contact me directly. And you can slide in my DMs anytime you want. Drugs and alcohol. Now people will say, yo, Mike, what are you doing? What you saying? What? Yes! Drugs and alcohol. Now, let's put it in perspective. We use drugs all day, every day, okay? There are drug dealers on almost every corner in every neighborhood. They're known as the pharmacy. Pharmaceuticals. Hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of drugs come in pills and potions and all kind of injectable. Thing. I mean, come on. Let's keep it 100. We live in a drug world. There's drugs everywhere. And some people were like, well, you're talking illicit drugs. Well, first of all, marijuana is slowly being rolled out to legalization. Now, I told you I live in Texas. Texas being the archaic, backwards-ass state in a lot of ways particularly those that make the laws in our current political structure, are just dumbasses, hateful, and mean. The current power structure, that's just my opinion. That's how I see it. But Texas is going to be one of the last states to legalize this little weed called marijuana. I hear some people... The older people that are against them, they smoking them reefers. The reefers? Why are they smoking them reefers? So, <laughs> hey, you know, hey, I, mm, go ahead with that. But Oklahoma, Colorado, all these neighboring states have been progressive enough, enough open-minded enough, common sense enough that this is long overdue. Okay, We eat and consume many weeds, oregano, parsley, spinach. I mean, all of these things, they're just weeds, flowers, plants. Marijuana has medicinal properties proven beyond a shadow of a doubt. So when I say drugs and alcohol, I'm really referring to weed, but you know, just meth. Crystal meth is hot right now. Cocaine, I don't think its popularity ever died. And cocaine used to be in Coca-Cola. Do your research. Check that out if you don't believe me. Um, you know, the heroin and the ecstasy, and there's probably drugs. Like I said, I'm old. I'm not in that, I'm not in the scene. So I don't know. There's probably other designer drugs that's out there I'm not even privy to. I don't even know exist. And of course, alcohol. From a glass of wine and a beer to the harder stuff, it can help you find some happiness temporarily and if you are not a habitual user and know how to control it and do it in moderation, it can help um there's 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 being proof ayahuasca and different mushroom stuff like that. People are what they're doing call micro dosing, taking tiny doses you know and 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 bringing themselves all the benefits of these substances to help lift your mood, expand your consciousness, things like that. So don't underestimate the drugs and alcohol and know that some of these substances that are for depression and mental illness these powerful antipsychotics. psychotics I've been around it, seeing people taking, I, I, oh man, I, they frighten me. And if you can do it organically without going to those things, because I think that's like Pandora's box. That's like when you open that, you open in like a gateway to some shit. So drugs and alcohol. Find your happiness, but don't abuse it. Don't let it get the best of you. Do not get addicted and do it sparingly, preferably recreationally in a social setting, not daily or habitually. But like I said, I'm not here to judge. I'm just here to help you find happiness and and remind you to purposefully seek out Happiness. Don't get overwhelmed and bogged down by this negativity out here. I touched on this earlier. Another one is playing games. I said, just playing, playing, you know, playing with your kid, playing with your pet, playing games, playing a game of cards, video games. You know, even apps. There's, there's some fun apps. Something that takes your mind away, allows you to focus on the game and playing, being playful. I don't care how old you are. I don't care how serious you are. Playing playful. Find your playfulness. For those of us that are, that are immersed in adulthood and all the challenges and problems that come with adulthood, don't forget to touch base with that inner child. Don't lose touch with the inner child, the child within you. I don't care if people call you immature. As long as you're not being irresponsible, there's nothing wrong with being Playful. Being childlike from time to time to be, to be happy, be giddy. I still love going to amusement parks. I still love playing video games or any game, board games, Candyland with my son. I enjoy and, and am still in touch with my inner child, my inner kid. And if you've disconnected or lost touch with yours, find him or her again. Find that inner child and, and find something you enjoyed playing. If you haven't played it in a while, play, play. Bring smiles to yourself. Bring happiness to your heart. I only have two more left. And the next to last one is something everybody may not find happiness in. And that's journaling or writing. I cannot express to you how powerful the written word is. There's an old saying that pen is mightier than the sword. And it's true. One of the powers of writing is that it cannot be interrupted. You know, when you're having a a, a, a talking, vocal conversation, you know, somebody over-talks you or they interrupt you here. If you send somebody a letter, even an email, can't be interrupted. It's all right there. One of the downsides is it's hard to infer tone. It's hard to translate the tone in which you are communicating. Effective writers, good writers, great writers are able to write in a way that the tone is understood. How those words are being delivered. The emotion, the mood in which they're being delivered. The tone is, 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 is transferred for people that have skill. But have you ever kept a journal? letting your feelings and emotions out in written form is powerful it's like emptying in your trash and having a fresh clean trash can it's like you know relieving the pressure valve from your soul and you know the journal can be everything It has your true feelings, good, bad, ugly, you know, all the feelings, all the emotions, all the thoughts. It's like a, a purging, if you will, of your soul, a cleansing, if you will. Now, it doesn't just have to be journaling or writing. It's really about creating, right? This podcast. This pod is therapeutic for me. Okay, I write notes during my research and I am speaking me. And like once again I said earlier on, it might not be the most entertaining podcast. Podcast may not be for everyone cuz I'm not just doing stuff for clicks. I'm not, you know, I'm not just doing stuff to 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 get numbers. This is me. This is my thoughts. These are my feelings. This is me. And this is why I named the show The Mike's Opinion Podcast. I didn't do something catchy. I didn't start a podcast for fame. I didn't start a podcast for fortune. And there's no fortune here. I can assure you that. But I I didn't do this to get clicks or to get popular. No. Like I said, I started this to contribute something positive to the world. And as a byproduct of that, like I said, it's it's like it's like therapy for me. It finds, makes me find some happiness. You know, letting things out, talking about things. So start a podcast. Maybe that'll help you find more happiness in your life. If you've listened to my podcast, like I said, I'm over 100 episodes, two years in. I have covered a full range. I have recorded a pod, you know, after tragedy, after, after, you know, things have happened. And and, and you, you will find a range of emotions, mostly happy stuff. I'm trying to keep this happy. Because I am a happy man and I want to contribute positively. But I got to keep it 100. I got to keep it honest and real and true to you and to myself. And there have been episodes where I'm pissed. There have been pe- episodes where I'm I'm sad. But because I'm a happy man normally, that's what you get. Most of the most things are happy me being me but that journaling and writing or creating some form of outlet for yourself to express yourself to yourself and to others can help you find that happiness. It truly can. Last on my list, and I dare say a prerequisite to everything else, Is have faith in yourself. Overall, have faith in yourself. Now, that doesn't mean you have to be wholly confident. We all have doubts about ourselves sometimes. But you're the only you there is. Even if you're a twin or a triplet or a quad or quint, a quintuplet, identical quintuplet, you're still the only you. Have faith in that. You can control you. You can choose to be good. You can choose to help others. You can choose to be unselfish. You can choose to be caring, empathetic, and kind. Now we know there are some humans that will be none of those things. They want to conquer the world, They want to acquire as many riches as they can. They don't want to share those riches. And they just want to take control, rule, and they need that to feel good about themselves. Pray for those types of people. And I hear the people, well, this is a capitalist society. Everybody is on their own and blah, blah, blah. Well, that's what's wrong. That's what's wrong. That's what's wrong with the planet. We don't see ourselves as a global community. The homelessness, the crime, the violence, the wars, the starvation, the the list that I can go on and on and on of negative things that hold our humanity back from true advancement, from the utopia that I so strongly seek. My dream of a perfect planet starts with ourselves. I remember a song by Michael Jackson said, I'm starting with the man in the mirror. Start with the person you see in the mirror. Have faith in yourself and smile when you look at yourself. Because today is the first day of the rest of your life. And it doesn't matter where you've been. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter how you used to be. Good or bad. What matters right now and going forward. That's what matters. Have faith in yourself. To be happy. Have faith in yourself. To try to spread happiness and love and joy and peace. Embrace your patience. Because this world is filled with negativity, but there is positivity out there, and it starts inside of you. Do not allow the news or the Energy vampires, you know, those people that suck the energy right out you. Do not allow the negativity to stop you from enjoying your life. So there you have it. Those are some keys to being happy, to finding your happiness in this world is filled with so much negativity. I hope this helps a lot. But even if it only helps a little bit, at least it'll be some help. Remember, remember, we got to hold on to our happiness. We got to fight for our happiness. Okay, because it seems like all this negativity is coming, it's coming, coming. This too will pass. We will get through all of this. Some of it is just going to take time, but some of it is going to take that serious, concentrated effort to seek out and find and grasp and hold on to your happiness. As always, I thank you so much for listening. Don't forget, do it right now. Like, share, subscribe, follow, comment. It would be greatly appreciated Support the show any way you can Uh, Go to the show notes My GoFundMe is there And uh, there's some other ways there as well So I hope you're doing okay And I mean that Wholeheartedly I'm Mike And this is the Mike's Opinion Podcast Thank you so much for listening Thank you so much For listening to Mike's Opinion Logic Unleashed (laughs)